This podcast has been authorised by the Australian Tax Office Canberra. the tax deductible gamer as always i'm your host dan dennis and this week i am joined by literally no one yep that's right uh we're back we're on a solo episode this week a little single player campaign if you will uh so essentially what happened uh i had a couple of people lined up and uh it just uh didn't it, it fell through it's that time of year you know first year doing the old podcasting and uh didn't realize that people can sometimes be just unaware of competing priorities and you know no i get it like this isn't this shouldn't be anyone's number one priority this is only my number one priority for tax reasons um so i don't go to jail but yeah so i'm just going to do a quick one this week uh, i've got a couple of great episodes coming up over the next two weeks uh but i just didn't want you guys to miss out mainly because i've been playing a really fun game which i'll get to shortly uh, i'll just go but first let's take a quick little detour into the news <laughs> It's the freaking news, baby. Okay, so this week, uh, this week it's on the news. The not much, just the game awards, really. The game awards were last week. Uh, I think we talked about it briefly on last week's episode, but um, it, it's happened now. They've been announced, not just the winners, but the big reveals as well. And um, yeah, it's uh, it, it was pretty good. The big, the one that won it all was It Takes Two by EA Games, the couch co-op where you uh, play as a couple shrunk down to dolls trying to get back to your adult bodies so that you can maybe love your kid again. I don't really know. Um, I didn't really play it. I just know it's about divorce. And I don't know if they fall in love again at the end. Uh, I imagine it'd be weird if they did fall back in love again. Like, is this just a game about trauma bonding? You know, just like, oh, I did hate you, but once I got shrunk down into a doll and we were... Dependent on one on each other's magnetic powers, I realized we make a pretty good team. You know, it's I don't know. It'd be. It's also it's very on the nose. Like I get it, but calling it calling a co-op game, it takes two. Just be a bit more inventive. It's like maybe like ah, oh, she she loves me, she loves me not, or um, uh, doing it for the kids. You know, I I don't know, but it's. It's meant to be quite good. Uh, I've got some friends who've played it. Uh, we've actually discussed that very game on this podcast uh, uh, way back, I think like episode six or something, with Ethan Simiano and Bianca Cordes. Um, her last name is kept a secret for a reason. She likes her privacy, apparently. And uh, But yeah, it's, uh, it's a game that I've been meaning to play. Uh, just look, <laughs> much like, uh, <laughs> I guess much like this episode, uh, I just don't have anyone to do it with, you know, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's been the real downside to that game, but really looking forward to playing it, but just like, ah, just gotta, just gotta hold someone down for about 20 hours, uh, not all, we can't play it all in one sitting, but you know, just, just find someone to play that game with, uh, no, so that, that was the other big game, um, that, that one won it all, uh, then there's all your usual ones, 
Oh, man, I'm just scrolling through this. Reddit's Game of the Year. That sounds fucking gross. Is it trolling female actors, uh, female identifying actors? No, it's Resident Evil Village. Big surprise. Um, even bigger one, best debut indie game, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Now, I've actually played that game. I haven't played all of it. And the reason why I'm surprised it won is because it was pretty lackluster. Um, I, like, I enjoyed it for a bit and then kept on playing. I was like, this game doesn't get any more difficult. Um, so, you know, strange to see that there. Particularly when it's up against Death's Door, which was just like an an isometric game. You're a... Oh, fuck. What did I just sit on? I'm in my bedroom. Oh, I accidentally turned on Netflix. Uh, must be sitting on a remote. Cool. Uh, but no, it's a Death's Door, kind of like a lot of people comparing it to Hades, which was last year's game of the year. Um, but yeah, and I was kind of surprised by that when I saw that. Uh, but it also makes me want to go back and finish Kena just to see what I was missing out on. And, you know, with the holidays coming up, um, you never know. It might be a time to do so. The um, the other game that won, uh, the other game that kind of surprised me was Best Narrative went to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which, um, you know, was a game that everyone just seemed to be completely disinterested in until the week of release, uh, including myself, and now it's meant to be one of the best games of the year, so it was pretty crazy. Now, uh, as is um, want to do, you know, the uh, at a game award, they're not just showing off the best games of this year, they're showing off all the big games over the next couple of years. Now, uh, there was a few ones that caught my eye, but not, the one that caught my eye the most was uh, Star Wars Eclipse, uh, which looks like to be it's in the High Republic, so before the the prequel trilogy and open world kind of Star Wars game. Well, we don't know if it's open world; it just looks amazing. And um, the downside to it, though, is that it's by, made by the studio who did Detroit Become Human, which we talked about on last week's episode with Re. And uh, what I didn't realize was I was also getting it wrong. Like they did not do Control at all; that was someone else. But the studio who, uh, <laughs> but the studio did Detroit Become Human, and now um, the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse, it uh, been doing some dodgy stuff. I'm um, saying some very horrendous things, which I won't repeat. You can go find out for yourself. But uh, yeah, it's um, not good. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with that game. But yeah, uh, another big reveal. Um, <laughs> not a game, but. I mean, there was two, like, Sonic, there was a new Sonic game announced. I don't know, I'll probably play it because it's Sonic. Um, But more importantly, we got, uh, you know, put out your fursonas, pulled the fursonas out of the cupboard. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And uh, they had the trailer for the big movie coming out, finally getting Idris Elba's version of Knuckles, a sentence that nobody thought would ever exist. But, uh... We've got it. It just seems to be building on the first one. Surprised that all the in-laws are back. Um, Surprised that it's not in San Francisco. Although, no, the first movie ends with him going back to the the small country town. But yeah. Oh no. It was... uh, I tried to watch the Game Awards this year and I got bored shitless. So... I don't know, it's it's not a lot. I was just going through a list of other things. Apparently Telltale uh, are doing a 
version of The Expanse. So if you don't know The Expanse, it's just sci-fi Game of Thrones. You may say, Dan, that's Dune. Uh, it could be. Uh, let's just say it's not. <laughs> let's just say that the plot of Game of Thrones might not be as original as everyone thinks. Um, dueling houses, seeking control of one thing. But yeah. Yeah, no, so um, there was The Expanse. And then there was the Dune RTS, uh, Spice Wars. So I think that's for the PC. Uh, and I found out, found out about that game through a meme. It was just a picture of Paul Walker and said, uh, me me looking at my girlfriend for the last time before I start playing the June game. So, yeah. Uh, but no, I, that's kind of it for the news. There isn't a lot, you know. Oh, there's a bit... No, there's not really a lot. Um, so, I'm just going to refuse. I, I really only played two things this week. Uh, one of those things is not the Halo Infinite campaign, which... Uh, surprises everyone, including myself. Um, I I did want to play it. I wanted to play it. Uh, and then... It was... What happened? Oh, no, that's right. I wanted to play it. Uh, uh, no, last Thursday, I was, meant to, I was meant to go on a date. And then there was bad weather in Brisbane. And she was like, oh, hey, do you want if we postpone? I was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> what I didn't tell, I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Because there's a Halo campaign for me to play. So boot up the Xbox, go to uh, go to press play, think it'll already be there. But uh, unfortunately, I had to do an update, and I was like, oh, fuck, okay, well, I'll, I'll just update this, and I'll watch a movie, and then by the time the movie ended, I couldn't be bothered. So I stopped, um, and then I woke up the next morning to stop playing the campaign, because I was working from home, only to find out I just updated the game, I had downloaded the game, uh, so downloaded the campaign, so what I then did was download the campaign, Whilst I was doing, I was like, oh, let's let's see what I've got here on Game Pass that I've got pre-installed that I've been meaning to play. And I started playing a game called The Artful Escape, which if you haven't played, um, it has shot right up my potential for Game of the Year. Um, it is a beautiful kind of side-scrolling narrative piece uh, about a young boy who is the nephew of a famous folk singer and everyone thinks he's going to be the next version of his uncle um and will save the town the small town from financial ruin uh only for him to be visited by a mysterious stranger uh a very manic pixie dream girl type if you will and um he ends up on this amazing space adventure it is beautiful to play uh not very here's the thing it's not complicated it's almost like an endless runner meets guitar hero uh, if that makes sense, and you go through these beautiful vista landscapes with this, like, it, it, where it comes into its own, it's by Annapurna Interactive, so it's a real narrative game, more so than anything else. Um, it is a, it, it's an interesting narrative of this guy who doesn't really, he feels like his future is laid out for him, and he doesn't know if that's the future that he actually wants. And through his journey through space and time, would you believe? It changes him because um, he doesn't want to play folk music. He wants to play these epic kind of psych rock, um, space operatic music. Um, and he has to, he gets picked up. It's an amazing voice cast as well. He gets picked up by uh, a man called Lightman's. Yeah, Lightman's, uh, who's voiced by Carl Weathers. Um 
Yeah, there's a whole heap of people. There's like Carl Weathers, uh, uh, Lena Hetty, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was two great performances I saw of Mark Strong over the weekend. Um, this game and uh, and what do you call it? And the Succession finale, great show. If you haven't, fuck. I feel like this is almost a parody of itself. Like I, I feel like what I'm currently recording is like an offensive stereotype of a straight man in his twenties, uh, but almost to the point where like the stereotype is offensive. So I don't know. I. <laughs> I, I would definitely say if you've got Game Pass or I'm not quite sure how much it costs on other platforms. If you can play the Artful Escape, play the Artful Escape. It's a lot of fun. It's very... It, it takes like four hours. So, um... No, that's only two episodes of The Beatles Get Back. Anyone can watch that. But yeah. Um... So that, that's what I ended up doing because every time I went to go play the Halo Infinite campaign, I was like, oh, I really want to finish the Artful Escape. So I finished it. And, um... Yeah, and I haven't really got gotten into the Halo Infinite campaign just yet. Um, but yeah, uh, the other thing, uh, the only other game I played this week was the uh, the Matrix Resurrections experience, uh, which is more just a tech demo for Unreal Engine 5. It is, uh, it looks amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of not worried, but the uncanny valley of what they did for Unreal Engine 5 and how realistic it can look. Oh, sorry, it's a burp. Um, it's a little bit too realistic. If you know what I mean. Like, it's just... I don't know. I I don't know... I don't know if I need games to look that real. You know, I don't want it to reach a point where I can't discern from my own memories. Um, which is actually a really interesting thing that they found out about VR a couple of years ago uh, was that because you don't have the external stimuli when you put on a VR headset, your brain doesn't register it as an experience. It registers it as a memory. Um, so, yeah. But no, Unreal Engine 5, like, the Unre- the Matrix game is not really a game, just a showcase of sh- kill the Agent Smiths, and then you get to explore the city, and if you read all these signposts, you get information, uh, which I just assume would have something to do for the movie. Um, and I was just like, ah. Oh. I don't care. I'll I'll just go see the movie. So it didn't it didn't engage me enough to um uh to want to play it some more. But strangely, uh it also wasn't the first uh Unreal Engine five experience to hit the hit the market. I believe that still goes to the latest season of Fortnite is running on Unreal Engine five, so I guess I don't know. That'll still be cartoony, that won't be too realistic. Um but yeah, that is that's kind of it for the, for this week. I would say um, the Arthur Escape, definitely worth going to jail for. The Matrix experience, uh, I, I don't really care. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for listening to this much shorter episode. I think this is normally when we stop talking about what type of fast food do we love. And um, and uh, yeah, we start to get back on track in a normal episode. But that's, uh, that's it. This is a, a nice short 15-minute episode for your bus ride. Uh, I'll be back next week. I've got a very special Christmas episode lined up. A lot of fun stuff happening there. And then next, in the week after, it's going to be really uh, a nice little end of year pod. So uh, looking back on the year that was. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, as always, my name has been Dan Dennis. Until next time, bye.